Hi, everyone. My name is Anthony Hines. For the last 40 plus years, I've been trying to help people with their career um, in whatever way I can, either by mentoring or by um, helping them with their job search, helping them not to feel lost, not to feel alone, and to feel that somebody is with you, somebody's got your back, and somebody is supporting you. Because you know what? When you're trying to fight through something like this, it's not hard because everybody says things sometimes that just don't really make you feel like they understand. But believe me, people, I've worked for some very challenging bosses. I've worked for, um, you know, some great bosses. I've also been in transition for long periods of time and that phone didn't ring. So let me tell you, I know that feeling. Today, I want to talk about what someone requested me to talk about. That is, in the background, in, in, a, uh, in another podcast, I had said, hey, let me know what you want to talk about, what you want me to bring up, what you want me to talk about. And somebody came back to me the other day and they said, a podcast on um, moving to another city and and when to do it and how to do it for a job, okay? Now, people, I'm not going to give you something that a book tells you. I'm going to give you things that I would think about and things that would come into my mind when I would, if I was looking to move to another city and, and you know, move for another opportunity, okay? So I want to give you that disclaimer because there is no real right reason why you would do it or no real wrong reason. But I want to give you a few things. First of all, do you, if you are coming from a coastal city, you may want to consider whether you're okay with moving to a city that's landlocked. There have been cases where people have had some real mental issues with the fact that they couldn't go to the beach anymore. I mean, you can laugh at me all you want and think I'm crazy. Once you've lived on a coast and been near a beach, it's very hard to go back and live in an area that is landlocked. So you want to consider that. That's one issue. That's one thing to really think about. It would be one of the first things I would think about. The next. Okay, we'll try that again. How stable is the position that you'll be going to? Is it worth moving for? Moving and leaving your friends and being far from your family or or picking up your roots is not an easy decision. So how stable is the position you're moving for? And if, in fact, you don't have a position, how many large-scale companies or how many vibrant companies are there in the city that you're moving to? Okay? Like, for instance... If you move to Boston, there's a bunch of great up-and-coming companies. There's a great, there's a bunch of great established companies. There's a bunch of great industries. There's a lot of vibrant things that are happening in Boston. I'm not going to say anything bad about anywhere else, but you want to compare that to some of the other cities or areas in the country you're moving to. If those things are important, what if the job that you get doesn't work out for you. You don't have as many contacts in the new city. You don't have as, as many people that, 
you know, really know you in the new area. So you want to make sure there's a lot of different opportunities that exist because if the job that you think you're moving for or the company you think you're moving for doesn't work out, now what do you have? Fact of the matter is, it sounds great when you're getting it, but you know what? What if it doesn't work out? Do you have other opportunities and other large companies that you can move to if it doesn't work out? Another thing you want to think about are the educational aspects. Not only for yourself, but if there is a great educational system, a lot of great colleges, then vibrant companies are going to move there because they're going to get new young people all the time from the colleges as those people graduate and stay. See, that's a very great secret tip about Boston, is that people come from all over the world to study here, and what they do is they stay. That keeps the real estate values high, and it also keeps the companies that are here filled with uh, a pipeline of new employees. Because the fact of the matter is, in order for these companies to grow, they need more employees. So you want to make sure anywhere you go has, has great educational uh, choices and great colleges because that's going to keep the pipeline moving. Next, real estate values. How are the real estate values in whatever town you're going to go to? Is there a ton for sale? Has it been for sale a long time? Well, guess what, people? If you buy a house in an area or a town or a city that is not vibrant and has been, the house has been on the market for a long time, you're not going to be able to move that house if you have to leave. And if you do, you may end up taking a bath on it. So the reality is, take a look at the real estate values and say to yourself, how long have these houses been on the market? And if they have been in there for a while, understand that if you buy in those, some of these towns that, that aren't really as vibrant, you're going to be sitting on that house for a long time if you want to move. So real estate value is the key and the ability to move your property if needed. Obviously, climate matters. Um, if you don't like warm weather, if you do like cold weather, if you like to ski, if, you know, if you like to water ski, you like water sports, all those things matter. Because the fact of the matter is, you don't want to be in a, in a place where the climate doesn't match how you are. We all are different types of people, right? Some people like hot weather, some people like cold weather, some people like in-between weather. So the fact is, how's the climate? Are there hurricanes? Are there tornadoes? Are there tons of snow? Are you in like a storm belt? These are all important questions to ask because climate matters too. Now, some of the companies may not even allow, may not even have to have you move because they may allow you to work remotely. Is that a possibility? with some of the companies that you're looking at in the uh, in some of the new cities. Can you work remotely where you can just stay where you are? You know, that's an option. Something maybe that you can work out, you know, because the fact of the matter is to get good people, there's a lot of flexibility there. So maybe you want to think about the ability to work remote a significant amount of time. Here's another something that I want you to think about. If you travel... How's the airport 
in the city you're going to go to. Are there delays? A ton of delays in that in your airport? Is there a lot of traffic that there's always either weather issues or there are, um, you know, delays getting in and out? Remember, fact of the matter is, companies don't pay you for your travel time in most cases. That's time that you eat. If you're going to fly in on a Friday night or fly out on a Monday morning, you want to make sure that you're able to fly out and fly out consistently. These are all things to think about that, you know, regarding, um, regarding the fact of moving to a new city. Now, also, too, you want to think about what is, what is the expanse of that city, meaning if you live in the suburbs, are you cut off from the social life of the city? How is the social life of the city? How is the nightlife? How are the things for leisure, like the sports teams or the um, entertainment events? How are those? You're not going to work all the time, people, so you want to think about that. These things are very important. How environmentally friendly is the city? You know, how is, you know, how's the recycling? How are, you know, are they into the environment? Are they, are they in a situation where they take care of their city, take care of the environment, the air pollution quality? All these things are important because they're important to your health. How about the overall health aspect of the people that live in this city? Is it a healthy city regarding its residents? You might want to check that out because cities that have less um, less healthy people may have higher insurance costs. You want to think about that, right? What's the demographic regarding the uh, cost of living and the like? If you get a great job and you're making big money compared to where you live, well, you better check the cost of living in the new city you're going to because you may just be, you know, you may just be... Um, barely making it because though you thought it was a big salary, the rents and, and the cost of living in that city are much higher. Cities like New York, San Francisco, as they say, Seattle, or, or even Boston. You know, you'll hear me rave about Boston, but let me tell you, cost of living is not cheap. And you know what? I'm lucky. I grew up here, so I understand, and I, you know, I got a break. But the reality is the cost of living is not cheap. So if somebody gives you a higher salary, no matter what city you go to, fact of the matter is, it may not be that high compared to the cost of living. And then if you're politically, um, you know, involved and the like, you want to think about the political aspect of that city, you know? I mean, do you really want to be in a, in a city that doesn't share um, or have many of the people share your political values and political views? I'm not saying that's important. It's just something to think about. It's For some people, it's very important what their political aspects are and the like. How pet-friendly is your city? If you have pets and the like, how pet-friendly is it? How are the school systems uh, for, for your children or, or the uh, schools in the areas? Which towns or which of the suburbs have better schools to be thought about? Okay? And... I guess my final piece is, how safe is this city? You know, what's the crime rate? And what's the real crime rate? Okay? Not only the, the bad crimes, but things like, you know, breaking and entering and cars being stolen and, 
and things like the secondary things, crimes of, you know, violation of, of property, those types of things, you know? And the fact of the matter is, you don't really hear much about some of those things, but they're annoying, and they're not good if they happen to you. Because you know what? Crime statistics are just statistics until they happen to you, just like unemployment. Statistics are just statistics, statistics until they happen to you. And then the unemployment rate is 100% because it happened to you. These are just some ideas of what I think about if I were to move. Because remember, it's, it's not something you should do at an impulse. You should, it's, it's what, you want to do something that is the right move for you. Because you don't need to be doing this more than you absolutely have to. You want to also make sure that the area is up and coming. And, you know, a final aspect. Is it really up and coming? Or is it, you know, pretty stagnant? That's the big picture. I hope some of my ideas have, have helped you. Because, as they say, these are not from a book. They're what I think. And the fact is, when you listen to my podcast on Podbean and you read my LinkedIn article on job seeking that is in my profile on LinkedIn, you'll get what I'm thinking. You're not going to get what's in a book because that's crap. That isn't what you need. You need support, you need help, and you need ideas, things to get you moving. That's what I do. Everybody have a great day. Stay safe and understand that You're in charge of your career. Your career is your responsibility. Please tell everybody you know about my podcast, because I want to end unemployment one person at a time. Have a great day, everyone. I always look for your feedback. I can't wait to get it. Bye-bye now.